Hello listeners, on this episode Sam Knight returns with his second installment of Tips, Tricks, and Traps. After starting with a short trap anecdote about a recent shoot, Sam shares some of his thoughts on advice and feedback about our work. Let's have a listen. Right, here we go. We are running on episode two of um, Tips, Tricks and Traps uh, of Film Photography. So, uh, I just want to say a thanks to um, Billy and Graham uh, for (laughs) mentioning my effort as a podcast on their recent chat about the Sunny 16 Presents feed. Um, Graham, yes, I am a gardener, but don't worry, I am across the border in Buckinghamshire, and I can't stand Oxfordshire. You, yeah, you know, so don't worry, you're perfectly safe, I'm not coming anywhere near you, mate. Right, um, let's start with a trap, (laughs) let's start with a thing I messed up completely, so episode two, something I messed up, oh my god, okay, uh, I went to take some photographs of family. It was a portrait session, uh, large format. I'd set up all the lights. I got all the, you know, I got the chair set. I got the background set. I'd worked out my uh, focusing, you know, my uh, my depth of field. I'd got the power of the lights all set correctly. All of that. I got my sitters in. There were four sitters, and I wanted them all exactly um, the same in the framing so that the uh, the the individual pictures could be put together um, afterwards and look sort of you know exactly the same and it was all great you know did all that brilliant two um, two shots both sides five by four so two one film holder each double-sided so two shots of each person for safety reasons and uh, <laughs> Got home, uh, got into the dark bag, and uh, opened up the first dark slide, and there was absolutely no film in the holder. And I was like, oh dear. And actually, I, uh, excuse me, I've got, it's lovely, but I've got morning sunlight I can see coming across. Oh my God, I'm destroying the house. No, it's not that one, it's this one. Morning sunlight. There we go, don't want to block it out because it's nice and sunny, but there we go, right, is that better, yeah, there we go, um, sorry, that's for people watching on YouTube, by the way, <laughs> there's sunlight coming across the camera screen, um, so there was no film in the um, dark holder at all, no film whatsoever, and in the, in the, in the dark holder, the film holder, yeah, dark slide film holder, there's a tip, um, and uh, I thought, oh, God, you know, well, I've missed a couple, you know. Opened up the next dark side, no film, no film. No. I was convinced I'd put film in all of those holders about a week before, but I hadn't. What an idiot. Fortunately, it was a family shoot, and I will be reshooting that later um, this, this week. This week, yeah, God, right, okay. So memo to self, put film in the dark slide holders. So there you go. That just proves I'm just an idiot, but uh, I enjoy film photography. Now, very briefly, 
uh, I want to sort of rattle through this today because I, I have a horrible tendency of waffling and um, yeah, I hate a waffler. So um, he says waffling, sugar. Right. What I want to talk about today is advice. Um, and obviously I'm attempting to give you advice with my limited experience. So, you know, but the title of this, I'm going to go with the words of Baz Luhrmann, the fabulous Baz Luhrmann, and say, be careful whose advice you buy, but be patient with those who supply it. Because often we are looking for feedback for our images. You know, if we put things online, when you give an image online, let's say, because that's the way most images are seen, obviously, um, you effectively give it up to the world and they they can all give their opinion on your work, your image. It, it, it's sort of, it, it's out there then. You know, it's almost not yours anymore. You've lost control of it at that point. And so it's open to interpretation from everyone, anyone and everyone. And if you specifically ask for advice on you know your work it might be work that you really like and you're really proud of it and you're hoping that people will bolster you up that's not necessarily going to happen um you know when people are given free reign to talk about your image they will view it through their own lens and that's it's quite a hard thing to accept often when you get feedback now the film community are generally very very friendly and very supportive and that's lovely but when you go into the world of the internet outside of the film community and obviously friends will be supportive you know whether or not they actually like your image they will generally be supportive of it um, but when you go outside of that community and your image is being judged and i do mean judged because they will be judged by whether that's in a formal setting or or, or not uh, people can be quite mean and it's quite difficult to deal with I've, I've got an example that i will show um to the camera in a moment of one of my own prints and the the feedback scenario for that but what I did last year, I went along to a local camera club. I thought, I'm going to give myself a year and I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to go and try this, this club and see what it's like. Because I'd heard online, I'd heard lots of horror stories of camera clubs and how um, backwards they are and uh, all of that. And I thought, well, I don't know this. Um, I am an analog sort of person. I enjoy the company of other people. I enjoy being in a non-digital world and chatting to people about photography and stuff. So along I went to the camera club. Um, I am the only, I can say with confidence, I'm now the only regular shooter of film in that club. But no one in the club cares. And that's a good thing. They don't care that I'm, they don't think it's amazing I'm shooting film. They don't think it's stupid that I'm shooting film. They, they just 
accept it. Um, I should also say the club has a, and I can only talk about the club I'm, I'm involved with now, uh, or I go to. Um, they have a very high percentage of female members. The average age ranges from below me somewhere, so I'm going to say 30s, uh, through to 80s, realistically, but certainly 70s on a regular basis. Um, and I'd say 40% of the members are female. The outgoing chairman, and she called herself the chairman, was obviously a, a lady, and she has been replaced by another chairman, also calling herself a chairman, who is also a lady. So it's a very, very healthy mix of male-female. Um, and, yeah, the age range is, you know, pretty good, really. Um, one thing I want to say about the, the older film shows, people may say, oh, they're set in their ways and all this sort of stuff and whatever. There is a really, really strong diversity of um, imagery that gets put in, you know, there are uh, shots of models, there are, uh, as in, you know, people models, not not model cars, but there are also shots of model cars and things. Um, there's landscapes, there's, there's all sorts of stuff. And most of the people in this club have been, you know, working in photography. Some of them are professional, um, sort of, they will produce content for magazines and things like that. Uh, and and most most of them are sort of like happy amateurs like me, um, but they've all been doing it for a very long time, and there is a there is an absolute wealth of knowledge there to mine for someone like me. So maybe if you've got a local camera club in the area, reach out and 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 go and say hello. I'm I'm still waiting for one of the members to say, "Oh, you shoot film. I've got this Hasselblad <laughs> that I don't use anymore." It hasn't happened yet, but uh, you know, maybe one day. Um, but no, they, they've been really, really quite supportive. And then, obviously, they hold internal club competitions. And very briefly, competition in the arts. Well, people sort of. People say, mm, you know, shouldn't be, it's not a competition and all that. It's like, uh, life is a competition. Every aspect of life is a competition. And I say that from um, a background of working in the arts because many years ago, uh, and we are talking decades now, I was a uh, performer. I worked on the stage, I um, toured the UK, I worked in Norway, you know, I, yeah, I was a, a physical theatre, mime, dance, actor, performer, stage manager, bit of everything, you know, and um, competition is huge, you're competing for money, you're competing for bums on seats with other shows, you're competing for, you compete for everything. And it's exactly the same in film photography. Yes, you're doing it for yourself. You're you're uh, having a great uh, time enjoying your hobby. And that's fantastic. And no one ever wants to take that away from you. But every time you upload an image to the internet, let's say, you are competing with every other image that has been uploaded to the internet that day. We all like to pretend we're not competing with anyone, but we are. We are. Whether we like it or not, we are. 
being judged on an image, you are always being judged on every image you put online, as I've already said, or or share in a in a uh, gallery exhibition. You're being judged on your work. You might be judged against your previous work, but you're being judged. And uh, I, it's just a thing, and we need to embrace it. And the sun's moved around a bit. So I'm just going to do that again uh, for the camera. So I'm slowly going to disappear as the, <laughs> as the sun moves and I close the uh, curtain. Um, so we're all being judged. When you go to a camera club, they have trained judges. Now, there are certain criteria that they are looking for, certain things they're looking for. And um, obviously the rules of composition come into that and... Um, sharpness is an element to it but honestly if you're shooting film it's plenty sharp enough even on 35 millimeter because the format that you present your images in is um you if it, most of the work is presented as a pdi a projected digital image and that needs to be an image that is 1600 pixels wide by 1200 pixels high now that comes out, I think, as about one and a half megapixels as an image. Um, so it's tiny, but that gets present that gets presented on a projected onto a massive screen. I mean, with this, I think the screen's about ten foot wide, you know, uh, and it looks great. I don't know how that works, but it looks great. Maybe it's because we're sort of sat back, I guess. Um, and some of the work I've seen is phenomenal absolutely phenomenal it's given me some really really good ideas so it's not work i would often it's not work i would seek out on the internet the stuff i see from other people but it's i guess it's a bit like listening to a radio station that you wouldn't normally listen to or something like that and then you'll hear things that you think oh i wouldn't have thought to like that but i do um and so you get quite a lot of ideas from other people who are presenting their work. Now, uh, obviously they do print competitions as well. Uh, but the, the, the judging process is quite, it's a hard thing. I made myself a promise at the start of the year when I, when I sort of tried this club out. I'm going to enter everything. Regardless of what happens, I'm just going to enter everything I physically can I will enter and you go in on it on a judging night a competition night and your work gets put up you know and the judge will give you a they'll give you a shit sandwich so they will say mm, I don't like this this doesn't really work for me I really like this that might even be just the theme I really like the concept of this but the execution could have been better. There's there's a very basic example, you know, but, but they will go into specifics about the image. So they'll say something horrible, something nice in the middle and something horrible or less than perfect because that's what they have to do. Now, as humans, we always focus on the the negative bit, the shit in the middle of that sandwich. <laughs> that's That's always what we take away. And it's quite hard to be buoyed by that 
very occasionally you will get an image that they actually really like and it will get held back what they call hold, held back for, for um, judgment or scoring because a lot of these things are scored and they will score it at the end now the highest score you can get is a 20 and generally speaking the scoring starts and I don't know why but generally speaking the scoring starts at about 13 or 14 normally it's 14 within our club I don't know why that is um, I guess they can go lower than that, but they don't tend to. Um, and so you, you will get, yeah, you'll get this sort of like shit sandwich delivery, and then they will give you a score, give you a, a, um, a score. It's really weird getting a score, but they'll give you a score. Now, the same image, it has to be said, the same image on a different night with a different judge could get an entirely different score, you know, because people are people. They, they are trained to judge your work but people are people and they will judge based on their own preferences yeah that's almost unavoidable um now in my in my time there putting things into competition i have been judged from 14 through to 20 the 20 I got, bizarrely, was a pinhole image, and the judge said it met none of the normal rules of composition, it broke all of the rules, and yet somehow it worked. And they really liked it, and they, they chose it as one of three images that night that were their favourite. They didn't say which one was their favourite, but you know it was up there, and, and that was fantastic. And I went away from that on cloud nine. The image I'm going to show the video in a minute, and I will make sure this gets put up on the Discord server uh, so people can see it there as well um, if they're just listening to the podcast. Um, and that's the Sunny 16 podcast, Sunny 16 Discord server, and it's the um, uh, other, it'll be in the other podcasts category, I believe. Right. So the image I'm going to show you now is a picture of a, a local model. Um, I think you can see that. And I put that into um, the, let's put it a bit closer to the camera there. I put that into the um, club competition for a print exhibition. It's an 11 by 14 print. And I called it, what did I call it? 21st Century Muse. Now, the title is sort of irrelevant, but the idea being that here is this um, lady who has a vaguely Mona Lisa expression, and yet she's wearing a uh, little summer dress, um, possibly lingerie, actually, but uh, it looks more like a summer dress. It's an outside shot, shot against a, a wooden gate. Um, it's very difficult to show this even on the camera here to get the light on it, but um, as as... Uh, you will see on the Discord server, and if you'll see on the video, she's got a, a sleeve tattoo all the way down one arm. And I put this on the table, and I was really, really proud of this image. It's, I, it was a 5x4. It was one of my first 5x4 pictures. And um, I enlarged it using an Edwardian enlarger. It's a very old enlarger, old horizontal enlarger, and it was quite a faff to get this enlarged, I'll be honest. And um, 
I was proud as punch. I put it on the table with all the other things. And anyway, the judging came up and they hated it. They absolutely hated it. <laughs> they slated it. And I sat there and I sort of slowly, because they don't know whose image is whose. But when you've been going a while, people get an idea of your images, which is a good indication you're developing a style. But they will get your people will guess which was your image. And um, anyway, um, things they said about this image. Uh, and I've got to be honest, all of these things were true. I, I scored a 14 for this, which, as I say, was the lowest, the lowest score I'd had all, uh, all year. The focus was wrong. Um, I missed focus on her eyes. Um, they didn't know, and they didn't care that I was using a clunky Edwardian, or sorry, 1920 field camera and an Edwardian enlarger. Well, I got the enlargement right, but the camera was wrong. The focus, her eyes are soft in this image. Um, and, and oddly, the focus is actually on her boobs. That wasn't intentional. That was purely accidental. I was focusing on her eyes. So just before anyone accuses me of anything odd there. But yeah, her chest is in focus. So I'd missed the focus by, you know, a few inches, really. Um, the positioning, her positioning in the frame is odd. Now that came down to me cropping because I wanted to take out a load of stuff here. So the original image, she's actually better presented in the frame. I probably would have scored better if I'd put her further back in the frame because she's standing too far forward. So I might have scored a little bit better. Uh, they didn't like her expression. Now, this is the only thing that I sort of think, well, I don't know, because they said they couldn't read it. Because um, it's, it's very neutral. Her expression is very, very neutral. Now, I thought, well, that's sort of Mona Lisa-esque was my thinking but they wanted a readable expression. Um, but nothing else about it could I argue with, could I fault um, their discussion. But it took me about 18 hours to get over that because I was so proud of this print, so proud of this when I put it on the table with the others. And then I just, yeah... It, it genuinely took me, I'm going to put that down now, it genuinely took me about 18 hours to get over their verdict, their assessment of my print. But I couldn't fault anything they said. And so going forward, um, it was a learning experience. It was a hard one, but it was a learning experience. And that's the thing. Sometimes it's difficult Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes we, we don't want to hear. We don't want to face up to the reality of our work. That's the thing, you know, be, be careful whose advice you buy. Random advice on the internet is, I would say, I would say worse than advice you might get from someone in a camera club um, from a, a, a judge who has at least been trained in some form of assessing photographs having said all of that it's always your work 
it's always your work. Uh, and there is no rule that says you have to share any of it. We always tend to because we, we like to share our work, but there is no rule that says you have to share work. And if you take all of the judging on board, so I'm now going against my own thing here. If you go, if you take all of the judging and all of the comments that a judge would make on an image, and then you look back through history over some of the most celebrated prints and photographs of all time. If those photographs, many of them were put into a photographic competition, they wouldn't do very well. Some of those may score a 14. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not comparing what I've done there with uh, you know, what I did with that, that picture that scored a 14 with um, any, any of the greats. Please don't think I'm doing that. Um, but it is interesting when you look back on historical photographs, go pick up a book, look through celebrated photographs of the 20th century or the 19th century. An awful lot of those photographs wouldn't would would fail miserably in a competition. Does that make them less valid? No, it doesn't. Of course, it doesn't. You know, they've they've survived to our era for a reason. So there is something in the taking of a photograph, the creation of a photograph, that isn't tangible, isn't scorable. So, be careful whose advice you buy, but be patient with those who supply it. Thank you very much for listening. We're at about 25 minutes. I think that's more than enough time for you to have spent listening to me. Thank you very much. Will there be an episode three? Who knows? Possibly, possibly not. Um, I've really enjoyed chatting to you anyway. And uh, if I think of something useful to say, maybe, maybe there'll be an episode three, but we'll find out. Take care all. And um, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. Brilliant. Thank you, Sam. And thank all of you for listening. If you have an idea for a topic you'd like to share on the Sunny 16 Presents feed, please do get in touch at sunny16presents at gmail.com. Thank you.